Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 50, 50. Zero. 50? 50, yep. That's still younger than me. It is. Yeah, because I am 51 now. Of uh, the Small Towns Big God podcast. It's our Bible study podcast where we'll dig into verse-by-verse discussion while speaking to how the Word comes to life in our personal lives. My name is Dax Bruner. I am the youth minister here at New Zion Baptist Church, a uh, suburb of North Ector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was driving through Ector yesterday. I was like, yep, it's that small. And across from me is Josh Lott. He's the pastor out at Ivanhoe Baptist Church in Ivanhoe, Texas. Still out there? Downtown. Awesome. We're just two guys that have been led to ministry doing what we are commanded to do and evangelize through all means available. So, interwebs, here we are, and um, obviously we don't know what we're doing. Cause, no, no, yeah. no, no. But we're going to do it anyway. We will. For 100 weeks. 100 yeah, weeks. 100 weeks. That's uh, almost two years. Yeah, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, yeah be 104. Isn't that two, something? Be two years. Remember when we when we met and we were talking about doing this, and we, you dropped me off at my house in Gober because I didn't have a driver's license at the yeah, time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, we, and you were like, "I really wanted to do a podcast," and I was like, "Yeah, let's do a podcast." And here we are. Here we are. Yeah, you were in Gober, weeks. and I, I was know. like seventy pounds heavier. I know. Lots have changed. Lots have changed. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. They're all good changes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like I said, we don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway. I failed to plug in the mixer this this time, and it's still we can still hear ourselves, but uh, not near as good as y'all are hearing us now. Absolutely. I guarantee you that it was crazy. All right, what's what's happening in your world? Spring Lots. break, man. Spring break. Yeah, so it's like fifty degrees outside and raining. Yes. So, uh, yes. Yeah. That sounds like it was exciting. Spring break. Yeah. No. We didn't really do anything. No, well, us well, either. No. We. Uh, Yesterday it was so weird. So normally you got kids out or whatever, you know, congregation is doing stuff, right? right. And so uh, we met up on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning for Sunday school, and I was like, "Hey, uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing for spring break?" And they were like, "Well, can we come up here? Because we just want to do stuff." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." So we ended up yesterday going to feeding Fannin. Yeah, and we loaded up right. uh, the bags and, and loaded up cars and. And it was really good. And then uh, took him to Subway to eat. And it was the weirdest thing. We we had a new girl with us. She's 14 years old. Never been to a Subway. And what? I thought, yeah, never been to a Subway. And I said, well, here you go. Get whatever you want. Yeah. Right? She was, it was something else. She she ate that sandwich like it was the only thing in the world. And I was like, man, that was awesome. And we came up here. Like, legit, I spent from 7 a.m. till 8.30 p.m. with youth kids yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got a lot of work done though. Yeah, it's good. yeah. Child labor. Woo. Mm. Yeah, it only cost me a subway sandwich. <laughs> so it's good stuff. Anyway, so it was it was cool though because it was their idea. Yeah, I didn't prompt them to do any of that. They were like, "We just want to come and, and serve." And I was like, "All right, be an example. That's good." There you go. Yeah. So it was awesome. And then we got to go pick up Chloe uh, Saturday, and so she'll be here for her spring break next week. And um, yeah. Good stuff. What about you? Yeah. Same? And, yeah. <laughs> Not much? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing at the orb. No, we've been doing – I eat. We got, we got baseball season started up now. Uh, softball. My uh, Alex playing softball. I'm coaching the team. No. Yeah. Oh. So. Should we come heckle you during you games? You should, yeah. And be like, uh-huh. oh, uh-huh. if I was coaching, right. so, you'd lose more games. This is going to be my first time ever coach. coaching softball. What have you coached previous? Baseball. 
Yeah, I you mean, I, yeah, but you know, I'm just saying, ball's bigger and you pitch different. But uh, yeah, you know, well, I would think the fundamentals are the yeah, same. Yeah, the fundamentals are the same. It's just it's it's girls. How old is Alex now? Eleven. Eleven? How'd that happen? She was like know. six when we met. I'm just kidding. Uh, she wasn't six. Was two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't six. Wow, they do grow up though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Avery's driving. Yes. Yeah, she got a permit. Yeah, uh-huh. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't swung by to take me anywhere, but that's no, okay, that's I guess. All right, yeah. yeah, all right. If she watches this, that's don't feel guilty. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. Yeah, same old stuff. Business as usual. It sounds like. All right, John chapter eleven. John chapter eleven. We ready? One of my favorite favorite chapters in the whole book of John. Me too. Me too. It's a good one for sure. All right, John chapter eleven. We're gonna do sixteen verses today. So 1 through 16, if you're doing the math. All right, here we go. John chapter 11, starting verse 1, it says, Now a man was sick, Lazarus Lazarus from Bethany. I always want to say Lazarus, like I have a lisp, and I just, yeah. I I don't know why I do that. I do it only on that word. Uh, The village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. And it was her brother Lazarus who was sick. So the sister sent a message to him, Lord, the one you love is sick. When Jesus heard it, he said, This sickness will not end in death, but is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. So when he, so when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he, where he was. Then after that, he said to the disciples, Let's go to Judea again. Rabbi, the disciples told him, Just now the Jews tried to stone you, and you're going there again? Aren't there 12 hours in a day? Jesus answered. If anyone walks during the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks during the night, he does stumble because the light is not in him. He said this and then told them. Then he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm on my way to wake him up. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. Jesus, however, was speaking about his death, but they thought he was speaking about natural sleep. So Jesus then told them plainly, Lazarus has died. I'm glad for you that I wasn't there so that you may believe, but there, but let's go to him. Then Thomas, called twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too so we may die with him. Wow. So John chapter 11, this is, um, we come to the last and the greatest public miracle that, that Jesus did. There's right. one other miracle, but it's in the dark. It's very private. It's when Peter cuts off the dude's ear and Jesus yeah. puts it back on. So, it's but one this of my one favorite is, things. Yeah, yeah, it's Sorry. a pretty cool one. But this yeah, this right here is a, a, <laughs> it's public. It's great. People see it. Jesus will will raise Lazarus from the dead. Yep. And we see in the Gospel of Mark. You remember Jairus's daughter? Yes. Who, when this whole thing, hey, my daughter's sick. This whole encounter started. But when Jesus got there, she was dead, and he raised her immediately from the dead. Yep. And then there's a count in, in Luke's gospel about this funeral possession, possession, per, procession procession mm-hmm. of the son of the widow, Nan. Yep. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And while they're on their way to bury uh, the son, uh, Jesus came raised from the dead. Set up so, started talking to his mama. Right. Yeah. But in both, <laughs> yeah. But in both cases, they're recent deaths. Like the death just right. take, took place. So we can assume... That there's very, very, very little decay, if any decay, at the point of these other deaths. Jairus' sure. daughter and and the son. Yeah. But the time Jesus comes to Lazarus' grave, 
he had been there for four days. It says in verse 17, which we'll get into next week. But yeah. I don't think I need to sh- to p- paint a picture of how graphic that four-day-old dead person will look like. It's not like they embalm people back in Jesus' time. I smelled a bad sweet potato yesterday. Yeah. Probably nothing like that. Probably nothing Ooh. like that. I mean, it's I, bad. You, I won't get into it. I, I know. But <laughs> this sets the scene of this miracle raising Lazarus from the dead is how apart it is from the other people that Jesus raised from the dead right. because there was decay. Yes. And there's this tradition that the Jews had that the spirit of a person kind of hovered over them for a couple of days before it finally left the person for okay. good. And so even if that crazy tradition was true, it's been four days. He, he left time for that. He, he, that time There's is gone. There's going to be no right. doubt There's no doubt this on. dude is dead, dead, dead. Dead, yes, right? for sure. So this kind of just set the scene of what, what's going to happen, what's going to take place here. Gotcha. So verses 1 through 3. Now a man was sick, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. Mary was one who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. hair. And it was her brother Lazarus who was sick. So the sister sent a message to him, Lord, the one you love is sick. Yep. So set the scene. From Bethany, a village a couple of miles outside of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Jesus is, is also in a village named Bethany across the Jordan. Because that gets confusing. He, sure. But just to clarify, they're not in the same place. Right. right. He's he's over there. This was where John had been baptizing back in the day. Right. To, you know, yeah, JTB was baptizing back in the day. My man. Right. Yep. Bethany means house of fig, right, because there's lots of fig trees going on there. I like but figs. But also, yeah, but it also, like fig, not oh. sidetrack, but also known as house of misery, right, oh. where sick and deceased people would go to, or diseased people would go to stay. Wait a minute. Right. I went from liking figs to this place sounds terrible. <laughs> right. Okay. Mary, the one who anointed the Lord with oil, the story hasn't happened yet, which Correct. is interesting. Yeah. But we read this in the next chapter, but it's recorded in the other Gospels, and it was written at least 30 years earlier. It's right. it, so it, it really is a, a an argument for our haircuts, too, because I ain't trying to wipe people's feet with my no. hair. Anyway. But I believe that if they bring this up, it's because they want you to know which Mary they're talking about. Because it's a common name, and you know there's a lot of Marys in, in Scripture. Yeah. It's just to let the the, the readers know that how it's, much love this family had for Jesus and how much love Jesus had for this family. Yeah. We'll learn that this, this oil that she used was nine months' worth of wages. It's That's very a lot of expensive. Very uh, expensive. What do you spend your money on that on that, that, that much, right? That, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh-huh. So the one you love is sick. It's very important that we understand how much love is between the family and Jesus. Yes. Jesus would stay with them when he traveled through the area. He would stop there. He right, would stay yeah. with Lazarus, Mary, the, and Martha. Great friends. Luke ten thirty eight. Luke writes this. He says, while they were traveling, he encountered a, a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And we learned that, that there was Jesus stayed before he rode into Jerusalem for the last time. Mm-hmm. So this home is right, yeah, right yep. before he rode into Jerusalem for the last time he was with this family. Yep. So Jesus had built this very, very strong relationship with the family, and they were like extended family. The one Jesus loved. That that Greek word for love there is a love for a friend. Right. So don't get no mistake about yeah, that. Yeah, no yeah. crazy no, thoughts. Nothing crazy right going on there. He loved his buddy. We think about the humanity of Jesus here. He was fully God. Yes. But also fully man. Yes. He had emotions. He had relationships. He had friendships. He cared for people. Not mm-hmm. just because he was the Messiah, mm-hmm. but he cared for people because he was, human. he was human. He had friends, just like we have friends. Yeah. So imagine that someone comes up to you and tells you, hey, your best friend is dying. Mm-hmm. His sister, who you also love and care for, 
is hurting deeply. Mm-hmm. So this family that you truly love is hurting. Yep. They didn't ask Jesus to heal him. Jesus, come quick and heal him. No. no, no they didn't say much at all. They just said, Jesus, the one you love is sick. Yep. They didn't have to tell him who. Nope. They acknowledge to their Lord that there is a problem. And sometimes you don't have to say anything else. Yeah. You just acknowledge there's a problem. He knows your heart. Yeah. He's just happy that you came to him yeah. and let him know. And then Jesus says in verse 4, when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness will not end in death, but it is for the glory of God so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. Right. So Jesus was not mistaken about what was going to happen to Lazarus. Nope, he knew. Right? He, would, he didn't misunderstand anything. We read, we'll, we'll see in verse 14 that you know, Jesus knows that Lazarus dies without any messengers coming to him. Yep. Jesus knew the outcome of a Lazarus' illness, yet he could say this illness, illness does not lead to death. That's right. Jesus knew the future, and he knew what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he does when he hears that his friend has an illness is says, it's all for the glory of God. Right. We've That's, heard this before. Yep. We go all the way back to, to chapter 9, a couple, couple chapters ago, the blind man. Mm-hmm. His disciples ask, who has sinned, this man or his parents, right. because he is blind. And Jesus yeah. says, no one has sinned. This came about so God's works can be seen through him. Yeah. It's all for the glory of God. Lazarus is sick. We don't know with what. We just yep. know he's sick. We just know that, that he is sick so God could be glorified through him. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. Yeah. Jesus is able to see the outcome. He can look past the sickness. He can look past the pain. He can look past all the hurt and the emotions to see that God will be glorified through all of it. That's it. Jesus hurts for his friends. He hurts for his sisters. Yeah. We will see later that Jesus cries and he's angry. Mm-hmm. But he looks past it all and he looks past all the way past the death and he sees God will be glorified. Yeah. I mean, you think about that. I mean, that's very conviction, to, should be very convicting to us. Sure. A lot of times we focus on the problem. It, yeah. It's, it's, the sickness, the pain, the struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to accept that there will be problems. <laughs> we have to accept that there will be pain. There will be sickness. Mm-hmm. Death will happen. Death will occur. We will be sad. We will hurt. We will cry. We will mourn. It will not seem fair. Mm-hmm. I love this scripture, I think, so much because or this, this chapter so much because I've, I've, I've preached it so many times mm-hmm. at funerals. Yeah. Because I think it shows a great picture of how Jesus deals with loss. Yeah. Okay. And how we can, we can see it through that, that we can deal with loss the same way Jesus dealt with loss. But we, have, we must have faith, and we must pray that God will be glorified yeah. through this it's, on the other side. And that, that many will believe it and see it through us. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the difference between mom dying and dad dying. You know what I mean? I Like, mom dying, I that, that was an opportunity to glorify God, you know? Yeah. And with dad, it was a little bit tougher for me because dad didn't always glorify God. You know what I mean? I was like, right. man, my dad wasn't a good guy. But but it, it gave me opportunity to show how we can deal with it, too. Because I got to speak at his funeral, and I, I would hope that, that that's what happened there. Yeah, anyway. and, you, and you think about like the difference of funerals you go to. Someone who you know is a believer in Christ and served the Lord with all their heart and just had a great testimony of who God was and what God did in their life. Yeah. That's a time of just celebration and remembrance yeah. and just, just all... It you know, a it's a huge all difference. The, <laughs> all the hope, and then you lose someone who you love deeply, who you know did not... Know mm-hmm. the Lord, and it's like, 
Uh, it weighs on you, know, you too. What do you, you know, what do you do? And, yeah. and you you want to spend that time, you know, preaching to the rest of the the, the congregation, like or the the family. It's like, come on, you yeah, know? yeah. Don't let it happen to you. <laughs> but you can't say it that way either. No. <laughs> you got to be. No, verse five. <laughs> now Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. So this time again, we remember this is written in Greek. Sure. The word changes. Okay. So we went from love, as he said, love. Lazarus, is that's uh, a, a uh, phileo, I think is how you say it. Right. It means a, a love for a friend. Mm-hmm. This time, it's agape. Agape, right, which agape. is divine yeah, love. Divine love. Right? He, yep. loved, he, he loved this man, Lazarus, about which we don't know anything, but he also loved the whole family with a divine love because they belonged to him spiritually. They were followers. Right. Believers. Right. He, he loved with a divine love, a godly type love. He loved with a, with a human love. So he had two different kinds of love right. for these people. Right. Verse 6. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. So he left and he went to Lazarus as fast as he possibly could. No. False. False. That is no, incorrect, what my says. friend. <laughs> Jesus, Lazarus is dying. Okay, I'll, I'll head that way in a couple of days. Uh, I get there. I got some stuff I got to wrap gonna up. It's going to be right? okay. What would it? What would you do if you called nine one one and said to someone, "Hey, my friend is dying." They said, "Okay, we'll be there in a couple, a couple of days." A couple of days. Yeah. It's, I would. It yeah, would not be nice. I, no, I would no, not, not be nice. Not at all. And so, in our human minds, our human form, that's what we're thinking. What is mm-hmm. wrong with you, Jesus? It seems like he's cold and he doesn't care. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Yeah. He he already told you what's going to happen. That's why I wanted to hit so hard at the beginning that Jesus loves his family because it, you know, you see the love that he had, and he's like, "I'll be there in a couple I'll be of days." In a couple of days. Yep. You know, and we think a lot that Jesus is late, and reality is he's on time. Is it's perfect he's, time? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. It says seven. Then after that, he said to the disciples, "Let's go to Judea again." <laughs> All right. So now it's time to go. This shows that he can't move based on need you can't move based on our opportunity you must move when god wants you to move according to what he calls you to do lazarus has a need mm-hmm. jesus has an opportunity to meet it mm-hmm. but it was not the will of god for him to go for a few days right jesus not only walks in the will of god but he he walks in the timing of god uh, yeah and we must do the same yeah we always like to get in a hurry and do things faster and probably what god wants us to do them what yeah oh it happens mm. All the time. <laughs> so verse 8, Rabbi, the disciples told him, just now the Jews tried to stone you, and you're going there again? Wait a Wait minute. minute. Wait. He <laughs> waits two more days, and then after two days, and the disciples are probably processing this because they're aware of the meeting. Why is he waiting? Yeah, they're asking you know, the same questions. But they're we grateful. Did. Yeah. They're grateful. Yeah. They think, hey, this is good. They like, don't want to carry We don't want to go back. This is really good. He's mm-hmm. not going back. He's got enough common sense to know you can't go back because you just escape a stoning. Yeah. You know, you go back to uh, chapter 10, 31, again, the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Yeah, it says so. They just grabbed him and tried to kill him. Mm -hmm. You just got out of this situation. This is good. So for us to two days... To keep keep preaching, keep ministering yeah. here, Jesus, and, and maybe you'll forget about it. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're they're having go. a great time, you know. Yeah. And then after two days, he says, to "His disciples, hey, let's go." <laughs> oh <laughs> no, like, you sure? Ah, shoot. <laughs> and then the Jews say in verse eight, or the disciples say in verse eight, Rabbi, they just tried to kill you. 
Are you thinking this through? Yeah. You just ran for your life. <laughs> but now it's time to go back. Of course, they, they see that it's highly dangerous. Are we getting hazardous pay here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get time and a half for this. Yeah. <laughs> this makes no it's no sense, Jesus. Uh-uh. And then verse 9 and 10. Aren't there 12 hours in a day? Jesus answered. If anyone walks during the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of the world. If anyone walks b- during the night, he does stumble because the light is not in him. Mm-hmm. You can't lengthen the daylight. You can't shorten the daylight, right? Right. Unless you have daylight savings. I was going to say, we just yeah, did that. Yeah. There was no daylight savings in Jesus' time. Though. This one messes me up, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So it is no, what it so is. no, you cannot right. no. lengthen or shorten it. It is what it is, and it's fixed by God. Yes. And so is my life. Yeah. No enemy can shorten it. No. Nope. Nobody can, can lengthen it. It is what it is. And in that light of, of life, which God has given me, I will not stumble. Mm-hmm. Nothing will happen to me outside of God's plan. Right. And he knew that. Mm-hmm. He completely lived that. The time is given to me to accomplish my earthly ministry is fixed. Right. That's what Jesus is saying. Yeah. It's fixed by God. It can't be lengthened by, you know, taking caution, you know. No. You, you, you don't yeah. have to go hide somewhere in a cave. You, you don't have to avoid conflict. You don't have to run from your enemies because you can't lengthen your life. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can be bold. Sure. And you can step right up and, and you can face your enemies, you can face your persecutors because your life can't be shortened. Jesus Woo. lives by faith, not by fear. <laughs> Let's do it, man. <laughs> there's, there's balance to that oh. at the same time. <laughs> Shoot. I can't there's, just go willy-nilly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus knew that his hour was coming. Yes. But my, it haven't come yet. He kept saying, my time is not yes. yet come. Many times he said, mm-hmm. the my, hour is not my yet come. hour is not yet come. He's escaped. So many times, this ha- this has great thing for us to think and realize that that we're if we're walking in the Spirit, mm-hmm. we're walking with the Lord, we're serving the Lord, we're being obedient. You have your day, yeah. Backing down, hiding, not doing what God wants you to do, not being faithful, isn't going to lengthen anything. Nope. Being bold in the face of your enemies is not going to shorten anything. Nope. Because God has ordained it mm-hmm. this way, and that's the way it's going to be. For sure. 11. He said this, and then he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am on my way to wake him up. The Bible uses different words when, when different people die. All right? Sometimes he's, they say dies. Yeah. If they're not a believer, they die. They die. Right? Sometimes if, if a believer dies, who someone has a relationship with God, they say they've fallen asleep. Sleep. Why? Because they're going to There's a difference, on. right? <laughs> There's a difference between dying with faith in God and dying with faith with not faith in God. We just talked about that. Like yeah. the, even the atmosphere at, at funerals. Yeah. Right. If you die sure. and you trust in Jesus, if you die and you don't have faith in Jesus, or you have faith in Jesus, you die and you don't have a relationship. You have a relationship with Jesus. You know, you absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's something to celebrate. If you don't, you go to hell. Oh, don't celebrate. Yeah. To be really clear, that's spiritual death. That's eternal death. That's yes. unending death. 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 Mm-hmm. If you die earthly with a relationship with Jesus, you fall asleep and you will soon wake up with him. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. That's what, uh, you know, yeah. That sounds really good. That's why Paul says to be absent from the body is present with the Lord. The Lord, yeah. It, it's our, it's it's as if our body is taking a nap. Yeah. Right, and it lays there until the soul re-enters the body, resurrects from the dead, 
walked into the kingdom of God fully healed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I reckon I'll get my floppy ear fixed then. You may. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I may the way, that could be the way that it's supposed to be, though. Oh, I'm 100% sure this is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It, even though we think it is, in, and I may think it is at times, it's not the worst thing to die no. as a believer. It's and, the worst thing to die without is. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. I used to think differently. You know, obviously before I, you know, came to Christ, I it was scary for me right. because that that lifestyle I was in, I mean, it was pretty good possibility yeah. that I was going to get killed. Yeah. or or do it to myself in some way. Uh but I don't I don't dread it now. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. I, and I and I think about it a lot, but I don't it doesn't bring me despair. It's just like, you know, if that's what if that's what happens, that's what happens. Paul says to live for Christ to die is gain. Yeah. If yeah. you are here on this earth and living as a as a believer, as a Christian, mm-hmm. this life is the closest thing you'll ever get you will you will ever get to um hell. Hell. I mean yeah. we said that before. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's a there's a, actually a rap song lyric that says if you're living your best life now, you're living in hell. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, but if you're not a Christian, then this is this is it. This, this is, is it. as this good is, as this it is gets. Going to be your heaven. Yep. This I stole that from you too, by the way. Yeah. Like this is as good as it gets. That's it. Verse twelve. Then the disciple said to him, "Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. Well, if he's if he's sleeping, that's a good thing, right? He's having a little nappy nap. Right. Yeah. If he's sleeping, he's going to gain strength. That's what you. That's what happens when you go to sleep." Yeah, like when you're sick, you get sleep. You, you revitalize gain, you a little you gain, bit. Yeah, you get strength. So he's he's going to be fine. Let's just let's just stay here. Naps right. are, naps are cool. Let's just hang out let's over just, here. Yeah, he's sleeping. Don't go. He'll recover. Yeah, he, he's going to get better. Let's don't go catch a stoning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he won't be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So verse thirteen to fourteen says Jesus, however, was speaking about his death. But they thought he was speaking about natural sleep. So Jesus then told them plainly, Lazarus has died. Mm. So they thought Lazarus was sleeping or maybe in a coma. Yeah. But no, Jesus said, no, he's, he's dead. Belly's still moving, breathing. Right. You know, yeah, not not the case. The, uh, and they're like, wow, hey, the messenger just came and said he was sick. Yeah. Jesus, I don't, you know, I don't know what you're, the Lord said this is sickness is not going to end in death. That's what you just told us. Yeah. What, now the Lord minute. says he's dead. Jesus, what? you're saying he's dead. Plain and simple. That's it. Understand that, you know, he, he said, I'm, I'm going to awake him mm-hmm. out of a sleep. That means he's going to raise him from the dead. Maybe we should go back. I want to see that. Yeah, let's go <laughs> check it out. And, the, and that was Doubting Thomas. <laughs> right. So Jesus Jesus didn't know Jairus' family. No. 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 Jesus didn't know the widow's family when no. he raised these people. Mm-hmm. Th- there's There's... This is somebody he really, truly loves. He's, he's going to raise them from the dead for his glory, for the glory of God. So he said in verse 15, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead on a divine top level for your sakes. I'm glad that I, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So let's go to him. Let's go, guys. Yeah. These disciples are, are still struggling with, with faith at this point. Yeah. You know. Oh, ye of little faith. Mm. Oh, ye of little faith. You know, <laughs> why don't you believe? Yes, they believed in him. Yeah. Yes, they, they affirmed that he was the Christ, the Son of God. But they needed faith to be strengthened and, and strengthened and strengthened. Yeah. I mean, if, if it wasn't 
just that they would believe, but they that, that Mary and Martha would have faith, their faith strengthened. Mm-hmm. And then you go down all the way to the verse 45, we're jumping ahead. Um, but therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what happened, or saw, saw what he did, believed in him. Mm-hmm. Many Jews came, and they believed because of what happened. They saw the resurrection firsthand. They were eyewitnesses of this, this living brother who believed in him. Yep. This is the, the glory displayed in what, in what happened with, with this resurrection, producing tons of faith. Mm-hmm. And all produces hostility, and it drives him to the cross just right on schedule, Yep, just like it's supposed to happen. Then in verse 16, we meet Thomas, which you just mentioned. Yeah. He doesn't say much. Nope. But he's well known for being a doubter. Yes. He questions things. And Thomas, called twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go so that we may die with him. <laughs> what? What a downer, man. Dude. You know, let's go. You know, we may die with him. Yeah. You know, he gets a lot of bad press, Thomas. Thomas. Does, but he just, just think about this. It, this is a a, cor- a courageous uh, pessimist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This oh. is not, he's not being cowardly. No. Nope. You know, he didn't say, let's let's get out of here so he won't find us and then we won't die with him. He said, let's go and die with him. Let's go. This man had great faith. This man knows what it means to follow Jesus. If you want to come to me, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow, and follow me, me, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he's picking up his cross. He's saying, let's go. Yes. Let's die with him. In fact, that's, that's bold. That is bold of him to say. Right. <laughs> and so they go. And, and when they arrive, he's been dead for four days. The messenger came. Two days, then then back. Yeah. Four days he's been dead. One. Now the story gets very fascinating, and, and that's for next time. That's for next time. We'll get into it. Yep. Yeah, we love this story. It's a great story. It's awesome. Uh, he, he's he's defeating death. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. what he's doing. So, right. yeah, it should be a great story because <laughs> that's what he's doing for us. All right. Cool. Um, Till next time, episode next 51 time. coming up. That's how old I am. Eek. I need to go run some more. Anyway, all right, let's pray and dismiss. How's that sound? All right, Father, we're so thankful for this time together. We're thankful for your word and our chance to share it um, and receive it as an encouragement. Father, we ask that you put your hitting hand on those that need it according to your will, Father. Um, I ask you to continue to bless this place and the message and and everything that we're trying to do to fulfill our purpose and glorify you in all things, Father. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway.